Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, the 10th day of Lent. We begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my offenses and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so you are justified when you speak and write in your judgment. Indeed, I was born steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, you delight in truth deep within me, and would have me know wisdom deep within. Remove my sins with hyssop, and I shall be clean, Wash me, and I shall be purer than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness, that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my wickedness. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Let me teach your ways to offenders and sinners shall be restored to you. Rescue me from bloodshed, O God, of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. For you take no delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offering. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, troubled and broken heart, O God, you will not despise. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, you have freely forgive those who, as David of old, acknowledge and confess their sins. Create in us pure hearts and wash away all our sins in the blood of your dear Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 16, beginning this morning at verse 1. Observe the month of Abib by keeping the Passover to the Lord your God. For in the month of Abib the Lord your God brought you out of Egypt by night. You shall offer the Passover sacrifice to the Lord your God from the flock and the herd at the place that the Lord will choose as a dwelling for his name. You must not eat it with anything leavened. For seven days you shall eat unleavened bread with it, the bread of affliction. Because you came out of the land of Egypt in great haste, so that all the days of your life you may remember the day of your departure from the land of Egypt. No leaven shall be seen with you in all your territory for seven days, and none of the meat that you slaughter on the evening of the first day shall remain until morning. You are not permitted to offer the Passover sacrifice within any of the towns that the Lord your God has given you at the place that the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name, 
Only there shall you offer the Passover sacrifice, in the evening at sunset, at the time of day when you departed from Egypt. You shall cook it and eat it at the place that the Lord your God will choose. The next morning you may go back to your tents. For six days you shall continue to eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day there shall be a solemn assembly for the Lord your God, when you shall do no work. In the book of Exodus, we learn the story of how God rescues God's people, Israel, from slavery in Egypt. In the final and most horrible plague, the Lord takes the lives of the firstborn in Egypt, sparing God's own, those who have obeyed the Lord's commandment by sacrificing the Passover lamb, applying the blood of the lamb to the doorposts and lintels of their houses, and sharing in the Passover meal. What God did for Israel on that night is to be forever remembered and observed as holy days to the Lord. It is the story of their salvation. But how can this event be remembered from generation to generation? We mostly think of memory as a kind of mental or intellectual exercise, something that we hold within us. We, however, share our memories by telling stories, sometimes accompanied by pictures. And that is how God's people remember the Passover, by telling the story of how God rescued them and set them free on the night of the Passover. But we know how people are. We get busy with all kinds of stuff that happens day in and day out. And unless we set aside a specific time and make that time a time when no work is done, a time dedicated to this memory, the memory and the story will recede into the background of our lives. To remember Passover, then, a season is set aside. And the business of the people in that season is the telling of the story, remembering how God triumphed over Pharaoh to set them free. Yet the further we move away from that event itself in time, the more disconnected we feel from the story. In generation and after generation, it becomes more and more faint. But the aim of observing the day and telling the story is to continue to connect God's current present in this moment to God's presence in that moment in history. The God who rescued us from slavery in Egypt has kept the promise made to our ancestors, and now in steadfast love and faithfulness brought us to this good land, where we now dwell in and under the goodness of the Lord. So the memory now is not just while that had happened in our head or in the story, but now by ritual action we who now live so many generations on, continue to participate in those actions of those old those days. We eat unleavened bread, the bread of affliction, to remember the haste and to remember that we've been brought out. We sacrifice the lamb, we eat the meal, and in all of this we tell the story new and fresh, and we trust in the Lord who has saved us. Storied memory, holy time, and ritual actions all work together to help us to not only remember, but to live in the story so that we might learn to trust and love the Lord our God with all our heart, our soul, and our might, and that is with our whole body. Maybe we've discovered here why worship is not about a state of mind or a state of consciousness as much as it is about the physical participation in in connection to the story of God's presence and action for us, and why we need to set aside time to worship and to remember. And Moses adds one more detail here 
about a place. The Passover is to be celebrated at the temple. In our worship this weekend, we will hear Jesus say that it is necessary for him to die in Jerusalem. That is why he is unafraid of King Herod's threats, and he is set on his destination to celebrate the Passover in Jerusalem. Since he is the Lamb of God who redeems us from the power of sin and death, the sacrifice could take place in no other place than the place where the Lord our God has placed God's name. So what better way could we have, what better way could we have been given to see and to remember the God who rescued Israel from slavery in Egypt is the same God who raised Jesus from the dead, and to see how those two events converge together in Christ's own entry into Jerusalem, his death on the cross, and his resurrection three days later. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we truly thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially this morning, we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of the world, for those people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, Think of the people of the Ukraine. For all who are at work to bring about and establish peace, to restore international harmony. For those who care for the sick, who tend to the dying, who comfort the mourning. For those who welcome, feed, clothe, house refugees. For all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else or for who else do we pray this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. 
In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks. Be to God.